Teaching Ministry of Pastor Taiwo Odukoya, the Senior Pastor of the Founding of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shapen your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. A month of total recovery. Glory be to God in the highest. Our theme scripture, First Samuel chapter 30, verse 8. First Samuel 30, verse 8. Our theme scripture for the month. So, David yeah, inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? Those were the much <clears throat> he asked from the Lord. And he answered him, the Lord answered him, Pursue! For you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all. Somebody's recovering all in the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, our salvation is recovering all. Glory be to God in the highest. David asked the question when he was back against the wall. Uh, he went to God and he asked the questions and the questions were shall I overtake them? I'm sure you know the story we don't want to go through that again he was the most distressed man on earth at that time maybe there were other stories but we were not told from this Bible at least from the people we were considering from the setting of the Bible, from the context uh-uh. <laughs> it was a bad situation for him but he went to God and he asked two questions. Shall I pursue them? What if God has said, don't pursue? You know, every pursuit then will be futile. There will be works in the flesh. Given the antecedent of David, a man of war, that up until then and throughout his life never lost a battle. I mean, if you just jump up and pursue but he went to seek the Lord and the Lord said pursue if the Lord had said don't pursue he wouldn't have pursued but what would that have translated to then God would find another way of giving him discovery because his going to God was just trusting God was a deep demonstration permit me to put it in a better way an absolute demonstration of trusting God that's all there are some things in my life that I struggle with and by the time I see that What's wrong with you? Of all you have become and you have in life, is it your power? And say, God, I'm sorry. That's when you don't should go to bed. Just go sleep. It's not like you're not concerned. It's not like you're not trying. But there comes a time, there's a line that if you cross, you're not just trying anymore. You are warring to death. God forbid. In the name of Jesus. God can be trusted. Do I have a witness in the house? I say God can be trusted. So he trusted God. That's why I went to God and asked just two questions. And the questions were, shall I pursue? Shall I overtake? Because if God, if you get me pursuing them, that means that I will catch up with them. That's the meaning of overtake. Shall I pursue? Shall I catch up with them? I don't even know where they are gone. God says, 
you will pursue. And uh, surely you will overtake them. If God tells you today, pursue, you will surely overtake. <laughs> Man, just get ready. Did David ask what direction? Because if God will say pursue, he will guide me. He will lead me. The God that said pursue <laughs> will guide me. And so he got his men ready and they began to move. And some of them were too tired that they could not continue. That could have discouraged him. He said, let's leave them. We've had the marching order. We are pursuing. Come on, step forward. They, some followed him. Some that could not remain. Please don't get angry for those who are pulling back. For those who are getting tired. For those who are physically tired or emotionally tired. Why are you angry? It is by grace that you are as strong as you are. And God wants to use you as a model to a generation. In the name of Jesus. Don't let the negatives of people ever deter you in life. If they know better, they will do better. But this one's why genuinely tired. Just like I'm genuinely emotionally tired. And they went. And they caught up with them. And they returned. Right? What we don't really get to is how God did it for them. How did God do it for them? Here they were in hot pursuit of the Amalekites, heading in the direction that must have been guided by the Holy Spirit, and suddenly they found an Egyptian servant of an Amalekite. Now, when they saw him there, they wouldn't know that he was a servant of the Amalekite, but they saw someone dying, and they reached out to him, and they rescued him, and he happened to be an Egyptian and a slave. Hello. I'm talking to kings, right? Fine. How many kings will stoop low to attend to a slave by the roadside? Where your breakthrough is coming from, you may not know. But it's coming. Where your recovery is coming from, you may not know. But it's coming. I say in the name of Jesus, it is coming. Glory be to God in the highest. I say it is coming. In the name of Jesus, it is coming. So his men found him and they, they thought, well, he said, no, don't kill him. Help him. Mend his wounds. Give him water to drink. Give him food to eat. Treat him well. By the time he was fully recovered, he said, bring him here. He stood before David. I mean, you can, you can imagine a slave before David. David was yet to enthrone the throne of Israel, but honestly, he was already enthroned. God had enthroned him. You won't stand in the presence of David and no Shiva. When God ordains you as king in the physical and it ordains from above, anybody will bow. So you could imagine what the king, what the Shiva say, who are you? Shiva say, who are you? Say, I'm an Egyptian. Okay? So, I'm a slave of an Amalekite. Oh yeah? So how come? Say, I fear here. And I was slowing down their, their advancement. So they left me to die. That man had grace. <laughs> Slave, slowing down the procession. You, could have, you just 
give him the spear, let him die. It's like your dog is suffering and he wants to die. What? Help the dog die. But they didn't. They left him to die. I don't know where you have been left to die. I don't know where in your life you think you have been left to die. You can't see life anymore. But I've come to tell you that life in an abundant way has come in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, they will send for you. Maybe seated. And that was that guy had grace. Did he kill him? Then he was found. So we said, I'm the slave of an Amalekite. He said, Okay. Can you take me to where your master is? He said, Yes. But in his trepidation and fear, to know that this man was full of grace, he said, Please, can I say something? Go ahead, say it. Please promise me. You won't hand me over to him. And you won't kill me. So, of course, you got it. David will laugh at the time. Because that master will not be spared. He has made a mistake. That master has stretched his hands to the covenant. Children of God, you won't be spared. So the only thing is that, I know I won't kill you. And he took them there. How God will lead you to your total recovery. I don't know. But he will. In the name of Jesus. I say he will. For some people, you've made some recovery, but you think it can never be total. I say it's total recovery in the name of Jesus. In your lifetime, it shall be total recovery. In the name of Jesus. I say total recovery. In the name of Jesus, total recovery. In the name of Jesus, total recovery. Pastor, how? I don't know. David didn't know when he set out. But he knew the God that told him to pursue. Glory be to God in the highest. So to buttress these are theme for this month. I want us to turn to 2 Kings chapter 6. But remember, David recovered all. The Bible actually says he recovered all. 1 Samuel chapter 30. That was verse 8. Verse 18. So David recovered all. A lot of times when God speaks, we take some part of the world. We forget that it's God that spoke. He says you, you will recover all. So we go and make some recovery and we say, well, I don't even think. No, 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 no. no. He didn't say you recover some. He said you recover. He said you recover Hallelujah. David recovered all. Man, that's what the Bible says. I'm recovering all in the name of Jesus. You see, you can read the Bible every time, every day, until you apply it to your situation. God makes it clear how it works. From the Old to the New Testament, and the same you call yesterday, today, and forever. It is the word of God in the heart of man and the mouth of man that produces results on earth. Even for priests, say this is how you command, this is how you this is how, this is how you impart my blessings. You will stand up and make a pronouncement over them. I feel the fire. Even in the Old Testament. Even in the Old Testament, he that dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Then I 
I will say even in the Old Testament and you see it all in the life of David the Lord is my shepherd he's not preaching if he's preaching he's preaching to himself he was saying what he knew and I've come to take God for hallelujah I say glory be to God in the highest I know that you are coming with testimonies in Jesus name he says, I pray that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. In the name of Jesus, you are coming back with testimonies. In the name of Jesus, glory be to God in the highest. So, 2 Kings in chapter 6. I am grateful to God for the opportunity to serve in this house. I read quickly. And the sons of the prophet said to Elisha, See now, the place where we dwell with you is too small for us. Please let us go to the Jordan and let every man take a beam from there. And let us make there a place where we may dwell. So he answered, go. Then one said, please consent to go with your servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to Jordan, they cut down trees. But as one was cutting, cutting down a tree, the iron axe head fell into the water. And he cried out and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. So the man of God said, where did it fall? And he showed him the place. So he cut off a stick and threw it in there. And he made the iron float. Therefore he said, pick it up for yourself. So he reached out his hand and took it. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Let me just ask some questions and that will suffice for today. Who were those who were gathered with Elisha? The sons of the prophets. Good. So the question is in the Old Testament parlance were they believers? Yes. In Old Testament parlance, were the covenant children of God? Yes. Now, and they were sons of the prophet. They were prophets trainees. So they were called, they were appointed and called. Right? Good. And they were really doing well. And see what they did. They banded around him and maybe there was such a growth that where they estimated we contained them was becoming too small. So it was a problem of increase. Glory be to God in the highest. It was a problem of increase, as it were. And they saw that that place was too small. Look, Elisha, that would be going about to go cut beams, 
Will it be Elisha that will begin to think of how to build? Could it be that Elisha did not see that that place was getting small? But it was these people that came to say, this place, sir, is getting too small. Okay. Please permit us to build a bigger one. Okay. We would like to go to Jordan to cut trees. And so, do you allow us to go? Yes. Go. Now, watch this. Can you see the initiative being taken by some? Now to be accepted by all. Did somebody hear me? But you see, though the initiative came and they were taking the initiative and they were going to do that, they still went in that. Do you agree? He said, go. So, so you have naturally expected that they should just begin to go. Now, the question is this. Was it possible for them to receive from God directly? Though they were with Elisha? Yes. Oh, Yes. I could show you examples. So why were they asking Elisha? Because they were submitting to the authority of a local gathering. Yes, God, but God has given us a leadership here. And so, sir, what if Elisha said no? They would try to persuade him to see the reason. If he said no, they wouldn't have gone. Okay. But they went. So the question is this, were they appointed? Yes. Were they anointed? Yes. Were they approved to go? Yes. Were they doing what is right? Yes. Did God approve it? Yes. Will God reward them? Yes. But hear this. Though they, didn't have, they had the goal, they had the permission to go. Everything was... One came back and said, will you come with me? One guy was proving to us from the Hebrew word that was used. In the Hebrew word, you can know exactly certain things. He said, it's the same one that said, shall we go? They are more peace. Was the same one that said, why don't you come with us? Was the same one whose axe head fell. Yeah, that's for another day. The way Hebrew language is, he said, You will come. Yeah. And he was writing the Hebrew language, explained So you can see the setting. So they went and they were felling trees. And as they were felling trees, the axe head fell. Okay. Guess what he did? He cried out, went back to that same Elisha, Sir! The axe head I'm using is falling. Alas, it was borrowed. Okay. Let me leave it to axe head. Now you know we can go in many directions. Let me leave it to axe head. If you are 
into lumbering. That is, you fell trees, dress them, carry logs to town or logging. Carry logs to town if, you are, if that's your trade. Forget chainsaw, these are modern things. Axe head. Your axe is your tool. Come on, talk to me. And when it comes to that piece of equipment, the head is important. Of what use is an axe without a head? Or how effective and how prosperous with the venture of logging is for one who has no axe? Praise the Lord. So this accent was vital to everything that they were doing there. I was thinking about it and I said, if there's one thing in your life that is vital to everything that you stand for, that you will do, that you will achieve, that will define your legacy. If there is one thing in your life, what is it? We're now looking at priority at its best. What is it? What is it? If you can get it, you get it. What is it? One thing. You need a tool to be established. Even your life assignment, there is a tool. What is the one tool? Jesus looked at you and I. Those of us who are now bounded around him. He said, there's one thing you need. Don't you dare without him. You followed me for three years. I'm about to commission you for the rest of eternity. Not just you and everyone that you're going to affect. One thing. You forget anything in life. One thing. Ah, ah. I see God restoring. In the name of Jesus. You say, how? I see when you think you are the oldest. Now it can't happen. I see a baby starting. I don't know who you are receiving now in the name of Jesus. All over the hall. All over the hall. I saw it. Believe me, I saw it. I saw it. It stopped me short to see it. I said, rest, receive it, receive it all over the hall. Remove the limits of God now in every area of your life. No matter how much proof you have to say it is impossible, I say, remove it right now in the name of Jesus. Let God, the Holy Spirit is at work. I sense him moving around the house. I sense him moving around the house. There is nothing he cannot do. There is nothing he will not do. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. The Holy Spirit. You know, looking at it, Ecclesiastes 10.10, 10, say, if the axe head is dull, then you need more strength. Then that's flesh. It is dull. That's when it's there. And it's dull. So you can imagine the axe head falling off. 
Savior, fall in love. You know what that did? For that man, work came to a halt. Progress ceased. But what the interesting thing, it affected the entire body. Everybody had acted, but his own fear, everybody stopped. But he did something. He knew that the axe head had stopped. Samson wished not that the anointing had departed. He didn't know. The axe head left. But he still stood up like before. He still like before. He was still moving like before. A lot of moving like before is still happening. See, 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 see. There's some excellence, there are some wisdom that the flesh produces that you will see and you, you would have to hurt for them. But nothing like the wisdom of God. Somebody was saying that we have to be careful, the church of today, not to be too top heavy on the area of structure and arrangement. Oh, we need structure. We need decency and orderliness. We need structure. Oh, come on. Come on. Even, come on. Remember Jethro and, uh, and Moses. Or oh, Hobab. It was the same one they called Hobab and Moses. Uh-huh. Remember the Dickens. Come on. Yeah. So there must be some structure. But when it is the structure we depend on for everything, that's Acts. With our head. But structure is needed. Where there's no structure, you see clearly. You see your leg being stopped. You see people stumbling over what is not. You see strive and fight. My, my own my widow is not eating. My, you must put structure in place. But not, let, nothing, let nothing take the ministry of the word. And prayers of God. Don't get too busy that you don't have any time for God. I'm working for God. I'm too busy working for God that I have no time to fellowship with God. Who's God are you working for? That's the problem. A lot of times the God we're working for is competition with other ministry. This is what they're doing here. This is what they're doing here. So this is our style. We have to put that style. We have to do that style. It is a life pursuit. Is somebody hearing me? Glory be to God in the highest. So he went back to him. And guess what he did? Thank God he realized something had left. He said, where did you drop it? He went there. He caught a piece of wood or a branch. And put it there. A lot of people make a lot of allusions to that. Then why is it wood? Why not metal to attract metal? Why not just a piece of coin and just put it there? Or why not some metal somewhere or some scrap of metal somewhere? Why do why wood? I said, I don't know. They said, Well, symbol of the cross. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Which is the number one symbol of recovery on earth. The number one cross of Jesus. The axe head did something. It floated. Suddenly the axe head floated. How? I don't know. How? 
how will David find the direction to them? I don't know. May then the Egyptian slave will be somewhere lying down. Dying. A dying slave. A dying Egyptian slave of the Amalekite. Everything about him was down and negative and out. He was almost out. But he won't go until David comes. As a matter of fact, it's not going anywhere. Who? When it's with God, when it is God, when God is involved, there's no looking down on anything or anyone. A piece of wood around Jordan on the water. The axe came floating. And guess what he did? He said, reach out your hand. Was it your axe Which you put? Reach out your hand. Recovery is not recovery until what left your hand comes back to you. And more in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God in the highest. We are covenant children of God. Oh, somebody is hearing me. Everywhere they have looked down on you. Just remember, you have a God that recovers it all. He is dependable. He is trustworthy. Glory be to God in the highest. Whoa, that's what he does. He recovers. Redemption is recovery. Salvation is recovery. Anyhow you look at it. It's recovery. He has come to recover everything that was lost. And I am found in him complete in the name of Jesus. Recover all. But let me go and stress again. Until the accent was found. The work stalled. When the accent was found, there was joy. He picked it up. The work continued. And you will finish well. In the name of Jesus. Everywhere you have been stored. Everywhere you have been stopped. Oh, Makira Bakasetea. Whether it's due to spiritual or temporary means, whatever it was, or it is that is causing the stalemate or that's causing the temporary stoppage, the ba- <laughs> look at it, even. He said, ah, Hey, it's not by power, it's not by might, it's by my spirit, said the Lord. He said, The hand of Zerubbabel started it. What do you mean? What do, I, I don't know what you are thinking. The hand of, I started with the hands of Zerubbabel. The hand, you said, he will finish it. Will he shut up? Grace. Why? Because it's by the Spirit. You will recover all. In the name of Jesus, you are recovering all. Nigeria is blessed to have you. In the name of Jesus. I say this generation is blessed to have us. In the name of Jesus. Shall we rise? He said, Holy Spirit, flow through me. Holy Spirit, flow through me. And make my life what it ought to be. Holy Spirit. That's what he wants to do. He says to him that believeth out of his belly shall flow. There must be a continuous flow. Don't lose touch with the flow. If you have strayed away from the flow, get it back today in the name of Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm grateful to God. 
I sat there, I said, believe me for something for this congregation. I did. Honestly, I put my heart into it. You will prosper. Grace in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Why don't you just give him praise? Give him honor. Hallelujah. You see, Elijah used a stick. You think it was a magic? That was the Holy Ghost. It was a stick. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. And that was it. You can see anything you want. But I want to put it to you that if somebody else had taken a stick, nothing would have happened. Yeah. Elijah, at that point, when there's a need, took a stick. It, it wasn't like he was expressing the need, but when they brought the problem, he said, oh, okay, okay, and of course he could hear. Where? Even an iron will float. Even an iron will float. Even an iron will float. Irons don't float, they sink. Even an iron will float. Sticks have no magnetic properties. It was the Holy Ghost at work. So I don't know what is the final solution. The Holy Ghost will float it. <laughs> he will float the solution in your life in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Whether it's in your body, in your system, in your endeavor, I said the Holy Ghost will float the solution in Jesus' name. So see what happened there. Sit down. When Saul and the whole of the army of Israel fled and fled constantly before Goliath, guess what? It wasn't the javelin. It wasn't despair. It wasn't an artillery. It was the staff of a shepherd and the small pebbles on the ground on the sling of a little boy. That brought down Goliath. Never lost a battle. You think it was just the stone? The Holy Ghost. Even the king, short of making mockery of him, you are a young lad. This man has been a warrior since his youth. You are a young lad. He said, I will fight him. Don't worry. And he said to you, lad, you are coming with me with your expertise. I'm coming to you in the name of the living Lord of hosts. He brought him down. Glory be to God in the highest. Let me leave the New Testament. In the New Testament, it was a little boy's meal. A little lad's meal. He brought solutions to many problems. He used the hand of those who don't even believe. Because they, could, they were just, they only believed their master. They said, Come, take, give him. That was what they believed. So if, even if you don't believe, believe his word today. Is somebody hearing me? Yes, say, Take, go give. Take, go give. Yes, hey, wait, 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 wait. This one can't satisfy me. I want to go and give. Man, is it what you hold? Or you who is holding it? Like him who is asking you to go give. Okay. He 
Is somebody hearing me? Still in the New Testament. Glory be to God. He got so interesting that they will bring all the sheep. See, like you see my shadow. They were waiting. When they couldn't reach Peter anymore, they say, How is it moving? Where is it? The shadow is there. Just arrange them there. So as he moves, the shadow will fall on them. See, like I'm moving. Shadow was touching. And they were rising. God used shadow for the anointing. Paul in Ephesus. They were bringing their own handkerchiefs and they were trained on Paul's body. It was falling to the ground. It was going to a train. They would pick it down and people were standing up. Somebody said the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I feel the fire. Father, anoint them now and deliver. And yes, glory be to God. Father, I release the anointing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody is saying, can this be total? Yes, he said, well, yes. Yes, glory be to God in the highest. Is it healing? Is it deliverance? In the name of Jesus, right now, receive your breakthrough. Receive your anointing. In the name of Jesus. All over the hall. In Jesus' name. Okay. Right now, right now, right now, even in this atmosphere, receive your healing. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. That was Ephesus. We can remember in Philippi. In the dungeon. There was worship. There was singing. There was total release. Chains were broken. Completely. Doors were flung open. And then again, if you go to the book of Matthew, Jesus Christ, they said, see, it was when the sun was setting in the evening and they brought all many that were sick and demon-possessed to him. He said, but everyone went back rejoicing, freed and healed. But my Bible tells me, he said, and he healed them and cast out demons with his word. Giving that we can anoint with oil. But even when we do, and the prayer of faith, it is your faith in what we're doing that brings the healing. So, anyhow, today, more than any month in the name of Jesus, you will, see, you will catalog your breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus. I'm not joking. You will catalog your breakthroughs. In the name of Jesus. I say more than any month, you will catalog your breakthroughs in Jesus' name. Glory be to God in the highest. Father, right now, whatever it is in any life and in every life, for which they are believing you for a restoration. Because the Bible says the anointing removes the burden, destroys the yoke, establishes your hand with us, and lifts up our homes. Father, let there be total restoration in Jesus' name. All over the hall, whatever you are believing God for, begin to see a turnaround in Jesus' name. For as many who are believing God for healing, we speak a turnaround in Jesus' name. 
I said, miraculous turn around. Oh, Bashata, I heard him. You know what he said to me? He said, I will contend to them with them that contend with you. He said, I will fight your battle. I will restore to you. Double for your shame. In the name of Jesus. You are believing God for sustenance. It's difficult to survive. Before the end of this month, you begin to see the hand of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. He will give you ideas. He will favor you. He will connect you. He will supply your needs. In the name of Jesus. You know what he just said to me? He said, no one that puts his trust in him shall be put to shame. He said, to tell you, you will not be put to shame. You will not be disgraced. In the name of Jesus. I don't know who you are. It looks like your life is stagnant. And you've lived a life for too long. And if we ask you, you say, Pastor, we have proofs. You tell me that your auntie, your grand auntie suffered the same thing. Your great grand auntie suffered the same thing. You are saying that your auntie suffered the same thing. It's true. And you are saying, I can show you. And you are saying, I'm not the firstborn in my family. All the ladies in my family, Pastor, I'm not the only one. Now listen to me. Your grand auntie is not the ancient of days. Some people may preach that theology and make you begin to think that there's no turn for you. There is nothing the blood of Jesus cannot turn around. He said, I've come, what? To redeem all that was lost. I speak your redemption in the name of Jesus. I speak your deliverance in the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. Through the blood of the everlasting covenant, receive your turn around in Jesus' name. He said to tell you, you are covering the years that the canker worm and the caterpillar he said, I will restore them to you. In the name of Jesus. I say more than any month you will catalog your blessings. You will catalog your turnarounds. You will catalog your recovery. In the name of Jesus. Remember, he started by assuring us that you will prosper and be in good health. He started by assuring us that your labor of love will never be in vain. And remember what he says. There will be total recovery. The testimonies you've heard are nothing. There are many testimonies that are... Why are you shy to share your testimony? Don't you know that he's glorified when you share your testimony? And then you encourage somebody else to release their faith. So because I have come to know that it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. And that it's not by power, it's not by mind, but by his spirit. Your case will be a model to be studied. For many, in the name of Jesus, stretch your hands towards me. Father, let your power flow in this place. Touch the lives of your children. Where they are wrestling and struggling with issues. Father, make them victorious in Jesus' name. 
according to the power that works in us put flesh to death let there be a quickening of their mortal bodies father you said you are able to do exceedingly father do exceedingly abundantly above what anyone and everyone is asking here today in the name of Jesus let your name be glorified in Jesus name we pray he says no evil will befall you no plague will come near your dwelling in the morning lay hands on yourself and lay hands on your children tell them no evil will befall you no plague will come near your dwelling in the name of Jesus it is well with you we are waiting for your testimonies share your testimonies write them God will honor you more even as you honor him in Jesus name we pray shall we share the grace we know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message for additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Odukoya please contact us at the Founding of Life Church 12th Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries of Town Planning Way in Lupeju, Lagos PO Box 698 Shemolu, Lagos visit our website at www.tfolc.org thank you and God bless you Thank you.